Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. It's Rick Tittle. All right. Hey, thanks for that. And welcome to a fresh week of sports talk on Sports Byline USA's titillating sports with Rick Tittle. I'm Rick Tittle and I'm back in the saddle again. My thanks to everybody who held it down. As the kids would say, I I guess Dominic did the shows. I'm not one of those guys who's super fascinated about what's going on with my show when I'm not there. That's the whole purpose of trying to get away and forget about it for a little while, which I usually do this time of year for about a week during the Army-Navy post week. But I have known guys, when they're on vacation, they will listen to their shows. Even if it's a rerun or a quote-unquote best of, they'll listen to it. I remember when I was doing like A's games on the radio, whatever it was, something would run long and it would cut into your three hour show. And I'm like, well, now I only got to talk for two hours, but I get paid the same. That's awesome. And people are like, it's cutting into my show. I'll be on an hour less. I'm like what? What are you talking about? So I'll tell you a little sights and sounds. I was in uh, Boston for about 10 days and uh, I definitely got my fill. Flew back last night and uh, I got airplane voice. Very cool show today, though. Eugene Merman, he is a very innovative comedian. He'll join us in about a half hour. He's at Sketchfest. Jam-packed in the second hour with director Jim Clock. His documentary, Thin Black Line. Jennifer Szymanski, she's Nat Geo's Deadliest Animals on the Planet. That's her book. Actress and boxer Kali Reese will join us. She's part of True Detective on HBO. Love the first season. The Mahersha Ali season was pretty good, too. St. Mary's College. J.D. Sharp will join us, pro-wagering, in the third hour. We'll talk about the NFL weekend. We'll also get into all the scores. And then music industry veteran Anthony Evans. He's part of a a BET movie called Favorite Son Christmas. Big shout-out to all the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network as well. I'm Rick Tittle. we got three hours. Come on back. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park, well, 
No walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi. Yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Abvi. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs, but high in protein and fiber, and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100, calsnacks.com. Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that. And we got some open lines if you'd like to get in. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get it, girl. Come on in. Let's get it heard. <clears throat> and a um, lot of uh, very interesting results in the uh, the National Football League. And um, my Raiders on Thursday Night Football, how it got out to 
42 to nothing at the half. I have no idea. I was in um, Providence that night. Went to see Big J Okerson at the Providence Comedy Connection. And after the show, I was, I was, the game started right when the show was ending. It's all East Coast time. And so I text one of my peeps back here and I'm like, 42 to nothing at the half. And he's like, oh, I forgot it was on. What a beat down. That's terrible. I'm like, no, we're winning. He's like, what? <laughs> and then entering the fourth quarter <clears throat> when it was, 56 to seven and then getting to 63 and there was a lot of game left. I think there was about eight minutes left when they got to 63 and I'm like, I want 70. This is already the most points ever scored by the Raiders. Rick, are you really talking about a game from Thursday? Yes, I am because I haven't been on the air since then, but it's just, you can't predict this stuff. They, they they get shut out three to nothing by Minnesota without Kirk Cousins. And then the next week they win 63 to 21. There's a couple of garbage time touchdowns that Chargers got laid from Easton Stick. And if you look at the stats, you'll see Easton Stick, three touchdown passes, one pick, not that bad, but he really stunk. And those last two was when the Raiders had one foot in the locker room. But O'Connell... Four touchdown passes, zero picks, and I have absolutely no faith in him not to come out next week and, and be poopy. But you know what? You got to hand it to him. Devontae Adams, eight catches for over 100 yards. That's what I'm talking about. Getting Mayer, you know, more in the game, five targets. <clears throat> I like that as well. Renfro, still only two targets. I think they're mad because he fumbled against uh, Minnesota. But... The Raiders go from being shut out to scoring 63 points. The most they ever scored was at Denver in 2010. They scored 59. It is the most points ever allowed by the Chargers. They give up 57 to the greatest show on turf back in 2000. And so the biggest lead ever in the history of the NFL at halftime is when Tom Brady was up 45 to nothing over the Titans back in 2009. And so there was the largest halftime deficit in the history of the Chargers. And it's just after the, you know, I've been saying forever, this guy has like a cat with nine lives, this Brandon Staley. I would have, I never called for people to get fired because I think that's cold blooded. I might say, I think it's beyond them or I can't believe he's still there or how does he have a job? But I'm not going to say fire him like Chris Russo. I'm not going to do that. Or Stephen A. Smith. That morning in New York, you just see him screaming, fire the coach and the GM, fire him, fire him. Well, they did. Got your way, Stephen A. But it's humiliating. And I would have fired him if I was Spanos. Of course, if I was Spanos, I'd be too busy looking at my bad art collection or yelling at my servants. But he, uh, of course, two years ago, if he didn't call timeout against the Raiders, it would have been a tie. The Raiders were perfectly uh, amiable to do that. He called timeout, so they go, okay, we'll kick a field goal and knock you out, put the Steelers in. And then the next year they were up, what, 24, 27? points, I think, against the Jags and lost that. But there's just no going back from this. And not just 
a division rival. And it's not like the the Raiders are the Niners right now. The Raiders stink, but they look like the damn Niners. They look better than the Niners. They look like the best team in football is what they did. They literally did. It looked like the varsity playing the Pop Warner team. And so Staley is out. He gone. Um, and then going around the league, since I brought up the, uh, the Niners, um, playing in Arizona and for some reason, Arizona, even when they're lame, always seems to be a little bit of a bogey team for San Francisco, right? I mean, Josh Rosen beat them twice. I think Josh Rosen has like four career wins and two or one season against the Niners. And, you know, the first touch, they beat Arizona in Phoenix 45-29. Now, this is a 10-win team going up against a three-win team, so we kind of knew it would happen. And Debo Samuel, I think, was stunned to be so wide open for the first touchdown of the game. And a few quarters later, McCaffrey, I mean, McCaffrey is your NFL MVP. And you'll see Brock Purdy through four touchdown passes, but there's no way you can give Brock Purdy the MVP because he's not even the best player on his team. So that's just that that's the end of the argument right there. And I'm not trying to say anything bad about Brock Purdy. It's just you're talking about the most valuable player in the NFL. So if you think it's Brock Purdy, I will remind you he's not even the best guy on his team. He might not even be in the top three. If you think about Trent Williams and you think about Debo Samuel, the MVP of that team is obviously McCaffrey, and he might even be the NFL's MVP. He's probably the leading guy right now. As I said, there's no disrespect on on Purdy. He's been amazing. But this is where the quarterback gets all the love. Remember that Niners three-game losing streak, and it's like, oh, there's Mr. Irrelevant. There he is. And it's like, no, it's, it's called a little bit of a – a little bit of a slump. You know, how many teams went undefeated in the regular season? But Miami and New England, I mean, do you expect these guys to be perfect every game? So San Francisco is now your Super Bowl favorite. There's, uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> going around the league, we'll, I'll check out some of the other scores as the, the show goes on. I think one of the better things that happened for the 49ers outside of their own win was Dallas, who also came into the week with 10 wins. They went up to Buffalo and laid an egg and lost 31 to 10. And the bills came in at seven and six. It's like, you know, we're basically a a barely over 500 team and the Cowboys did not look good. And of course you're going to a very snowy inhospitable place. But, uh, you know, Josh Allen uh, did what he had to do in that game. I mean, he only threw for 94 yards. (laughs) It was all about Cook on the ground. 179-yard rushes, uh, rushing on 25 attempts. Now, anything over 20, you could say, is getting into the workhouse uh, workhorse, if I can speak, workhorse area. And of course, if you get to 30, you start talking about bell cow and some of these other 25 is a good amount, but 179 yards. That's basically the game. If you want to sum it up right there, 266 yards rushing and only 85 passing. Because when you think bills, who do you think of? You think of Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. You think about guys like that. 
but it was actually uh, Cook on the ground who was was getting it done. And so now the Cowboys, you know, it's the what have you done for me lately league. They still have 10 wins. They're still going to the playoffs. But anybody who's worth was thinking lately, the way Dak has been playing is so good for over a month that you think, you know, San Francisco has really got their work cut out with them with Dallas. Uh, not today, but we still have uh, some season left to go for sure. All right, we will take a quick break. We'll come on back if you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Middle finger up to my competition. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153 943 Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside my trunk? My hump, my hump, my lovely lady hump. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. It's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. <clears throat> the lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. And we will have Eugene Merman uh, coming up next. And uh, he is a uh, very um, hilarious uh, comedian. He's going to be here at uh, Sketchfest. So we will uh, talk to him. So just a little um, sights and sounds of the trip as I sprinkle in. Um, after I did my show Friday from <clears throat> the uh, Westin, and thanks again for uh, to Daniel and um, to uh, Basil, my uh, engineer, no helmets this year. So I don't know if I'm going back next year. <laughs> in Baltimore right now I would definitely say there's no way I'm doing it again I've done it five times but then again I'm coming off a six hour ten minute flight whatever but um they took us to this country it seemed like Boston everybody always wanted to fight like uh <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you about the two times I, I I'm I'm very non-confrontational but push comes to shove I mean it's just it's kind of weird the way Boston is but um, <clears throat> Saturday going to the army Navy game every time it's been when it was at giant stadium and the three times I went at the, I almost called it the vet at the link in Philadelphia. I didn't take the free media buses because one leaves at like six 30 in the morning. This is a 3 PM local kickoff East coast time. And one would go at 3 AM. The other one would go at 8.30 a.m., and the last one was 10 a.m., <clears throat> 10 o'clock, bus. Okay, and then you get out there at, what, 10.30, and now you have, like, for the Super Bowl, when it was in Santa Clara, I took the uh, buses from the Moscone Center where we had Radio Row. That's because it was a police escort, and that was my only choice to get in. That was, like, five hours before kickoff. And all you can do is just watch Netflix on your PC. But <clears throat> I looked, you know, the other times I took like the train through Secaucus to get to New Jersey. When I was in Philly, one time a friend drove me another two times. I just took an Uber for like 15 bucks, whatever. But I started looking at where Gillette Stadium was. I was like, oof. I, I, I don't know who thought of putting it there. And everybody on the bus was from out of town and we're just stuck in this gridlock, this one lane country road. It kind of like almost reminded me of when I drove the Hall of Fame in upstate New York, but it's just complete gridlock. And there was one local guy going, yeah, it's always like this. I thought, what are the advantages? Now, here's the thing. There's this massive mall 
built onto it. And after the game, we had a free party at a place called Six Strings, massive music establishment. But there's a thousand shops and restaurants. They made like a city uh, out of uh, Foxborough <clears throat> uh, Stadium, Gillette Stadium. But I thought, what was the plan here? And then someone's like, well, and here's this always happens. How about your Niners, your Niners, your Niners? And I usually just go along with it until they like three questions in. And I'm like, I don't care about the Niners. I'm a Raider fan. They go, oh, sorry. But <laughs> it's to be expected, especially when the Niners are one of the best teams in football. Actually, Wayne Peacock, who is the CEO of USAA, he was on my show for the third year in a row. I actually had breakfast with him and his wife. And he said, our daughter just uh, moved to San Francisco. I was like, really? He goes, yes, she found a place in Dog Patch. I go, oh, that's kind of legit because usually, you know, college grads, they all go to the marina. Uh, but anyway, there was a lot of your Niners and it's like, well, you know, you, you guys built that stadium way outside San Francisco. I said, that's true, but there are two freeways. <laughs> There's the one coming through Sunnyvale East-West, and then you got 101. You could even take 280 to it. And believe me, Levi's is a disaster to get in and out of. But like I said, at least there's two freeways. And that was the big <clears throat> difference with Gillette. All right, I'll get over my my shock there. Well, once you're inside, it's fine. It just looks like any other stadium. There's nothing distinctive about it. Probably the highlight for me was... You know, I was down on the field before the game and after the game. That's always cool. But the highlight for me is uh, what I think the lobster rolls in the media uh, food place. And it said, please take one, which you can understand. Because these things, you know, you go down to Faneuil Hall or Quincy Market, whatever, and they want like anywhere from $35 and up for a damn lobster roll, which I did get one in Salem. Oh, I went to Salem. You know, I did. <clears throat> what do I do when I build boats? Salem. I know it's bad. That's not even a dad joke. That's just stupid. Um, but anyway, I went back like an hour later and there were still a million of them. I'm like, I'm going in for two. You can, I gave every, you know, they had way more than they needed. But originally I, I took just one like you're supposed to. Uh, but I have never been to Boston before. And this is why, you know, asking people advice like Dana Gould where to go. I asked Romo. He goes, Ghana, then North End to an Italian restaurant. <clears throat> the thing that I really liked about Boston, once you get your bearings, you know, it's like New York. It took me like one trip. Like you hear these boroughs, the Bronx, Brooklyn. I'm from Queens. You know, I'm from the Upper West Side. You don't know what any of that stuff means. And then you go there like, oh, it's over there, 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 there. Now I know where all the boroughs are. Now I know New York pretty well. I don't know all the neighborhoods, but... I've been there enough times. I know where things are in New York and Boston. I know where everything is now, but in the beginning I was like, well, and I took the T, which is their subway. Everything in Boston is like 15 minutes away. It just is even Logan airport. It's gotta be the easiest airport you to get to. JFK is my ultimate nightmare. That's a hundred dollar Uber way on the other side of the curvature of the earth is JFK. With no subway. Um, SFO was horrifying. The easiest one for me uh, 
is Oakland. That's the easiest. But for a big city like Boston, it's just like two transfers, eight stops on the T, and you're at Logan. It's pretty amazing. But uh, I did go to the North End, and it's Hanover Street, believe it or not, a city with a German name in the Italian neighborhood. And Paul Revere's house is there, the Old North Church which I went to at night and then went back into in the day and took a little tour and you see these pews and this is where General Gage sat. Remember after the Boston Tea Party, I'm more about that in a little bit because I went to the 250th anniversary of that Saturday night. But, you know, General Gage, when they decided to take, what was his name, Huntington, the governor, and they said, okay, you, you, from now on there's martial law and we just shipped over 4,000 British troops. And uh, General Gage is in charge of the colony of Massachusetts now. And after Lexington and Concord and Bunker Hill, which was really a Pyrrhic victory, and I did go to Bunker Hill, he was recalled to England. He was kind of, but you just, you, you look down and there's his pew. That's where he sat right there. So, um, and I'm going to ask Eugene Merman about this too, because he's from Lexington. He's coming up next. Um, and two days ago I was in Concord. I took the train, the commuter train all the way out to Concord. And then it's about a half hour walk and it's the one, sorry, Greta Thunberg. It was 51 degrees <laughs> and I'm not saying I want global warming, but that's one of the little benefits. It's like the people who say, oh, I love the pandemic. You know, I got all this done. And I'm like, well, thousands of people died. And you can't really say you love the pandemic. That sounds really heartless and tone deaf. But yeah, that's fine. Um, but anyway, I did. There's a place called Carmelina's. It was right across the street from this place called Mike's Pastry. A lot of things in the north end, the Italian section, almost all of it is cash only, which is really weird because – we're about as cashless as we've ever been as a society. And, you know, I went to a Celtics game, Celtics Cavs at the garden and like everything is so cashless now that there's an entire neighborhood. And then you just kind of think what's going on here. I don't want to dig too deep. Why? <laughs> it's not safe to walk around with big sacks of cash. Right. I don't know. But, um, Mike's Pastry was hella good. There's another place called Bova Pastry. There's another one called Modern Pastry. There's a lot going on. I stayed at Copley Square, um, which is right. I stayed literally right across the street from the library, which was absolutely amazing. And the old South Church, which I never heard of, which is way more grandiose than the old North Church. No offense to that, but the old South Church is actually a Catholic like me. And it was built in 1660. So a little bit old. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. Eugene Merman on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Want even more excitement on game day? 
it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash byline and use code byline, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. People ask me, were you, uh, you know, were you, were you must have been the class clown. And I say, uh, no, I wasn't. But I sat beside the class clown and I, I studied him. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. 
Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, I love the comedians, and it's great to welcome back to the show stand-up comedian and actor and entrepreneur, Eugene Merman. He's going to be in town for the 21st edition of the SF Sketch Fest next month, and uh, he's going to be part of five shows. We'll get into that in a second, but Eugene, first of all, welcome back, and I know you're from Lexington, Mass., and two days ago, I was in Concord, Mass. I walked across that little bridge there. Yeah. That's yeah, great. and I got great. I, I got some fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy, warm feelings as an American. Yes, I, we had them. You know, when I growing up, it seemed like there was really the Revolutionary War and maybe other history, but. Definitely every year we were taught about the reverend. And I love that there'd be a reenactment at like five in the morning or so uh, every April. And we would go all the time. It was the funnest uh, day. I'm sure the original one wasn't as fun, but there was a lot of cotton candy when I was growing up. (laughs) So for you taking that commuter train down to North Station or whatever, which I did, how often did you go to Boston or was Boston kind of like in your childhood on the other side of the planet? It was like on the other side of the planet, but I do love the idea of a nine-year-old taking a train into Boston to just see see what Dunkin' Donuts they could find there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I went in a little bit, but much more later and really much more after uh, college, um, which I went to in like a different part of Massachusetts. So I didn't spend a ton of time. I mean, I would go visit like my grandmother, like we would drive in, but I didn't like take the commuter rail a ton into Boston or uh, ever. I like the fact that I was reading about in your um, bio that at Hampshire College, you decided to do a thesis, a, a one-hour stand-up. I, I love the uh, the innovation there. When I was in college in the 80s, I remember I had a Dante's Inferno paper to write, and I asked my professor, can I just do my own fictional levels of hell? And he said, that has nothing to do with the assignment. And I said, but can I do it anyway? And he said, okay. Sometimes you just have to ask, right? Yes. I mean, Hampshire was designed so that you could design your own major. And, you know, when I found out about it, I got very excited because I realized you could, you know, you could design your own major of comedy because it's not like that existed somewhere else. So um, it was a pretty incredible experience and in that it ended like I did like I ran a open mic. I did a lot of the stuff that you actually end up having to do to become a comedian, though I didn't necessarily know that that would be the case. But but it was really a fitting place for me. And that's cool, like, too, if you think about an Amherst and just to take a college and you think about how old those colleges are. I mean, Harvard's the oldest one of all. This it was started in the 60s, right? Yeah, like, I think the first year was 1970. Yeah, so it was a, you know, when I went there, it was like, what, 20, 22 years old. So who who knew what would happen i mean but for me uh it worked out but but yeah it was a pretty new college with a small endowment um it was it was a scrappy place i would think too like you know some parents are like oh you got to major in business or you got to do pre law whatever when you told your parents hey i'm doing my own major it's comedy do they say sounds good uh yeah you know essentially cuz I think, like, I was also an awful student in high school, so I think the idea that I was going to go to college and get even, like, a broad liberal arts education, they just felt that I would have the foundation to, you know, have a career, whether it was in comedy or something else. 
But in general, like we came, you know, we well, I came as a refugee from Russia. So I think that to my parents and and me, really, the idea of the American dream was a thing that we believed in and, and sort of revered. So so I think that the idea of getting to pursue something you love was important to all of us. And, and they were pretty supportive, even though it did seem like a ludicrous, flaky thing to do. <laughs> you know, I just thought of something. Jerry Seinfeld always says, you know, there's no comedy major. And you'd probably say au contraire, right? Well, I mean, he's, he's largely right. Meaning there's, I mean, <laughs> I designed a major of it and then did it and then, you know, went on to continue to do comedy after college. But it, there aren't a lot of them. I think there are now... I think Emerson might have one. I think that, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, like I'm sure that if you in the 90s wanted to do graphic design, people like parents were like, you should go into business. But the truth is, those are all very, there's lots of arts careers that are lucrative and normal and you can pursue. I think there's, um, but but yeah, I think now there's more of that kind of thing. People are like, oh, comedy is a job that some people have. And when I did it, I think people were like, comedy is a job that nine people have. But I guess if you want to try to be the tenth, good luck. <laughs> I have had one of your uh, fellow graduates on a few times, Ken Burns. He he turned out pretty good. Yes, yes, he's 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 him, and I think Leah Shriver. Are two of the the the, the 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 big hits out of Hampshire. Also, um, I would think we're speaking with Eugene Merman, who's going to be at Sketchfest. By the way, um, did you go straight into comedy full bore, like going into Boston and New York, or did you have to have a quote unquote regular job for a while? Oh yeah, I worked at like an ice cream parlor, and I tempted at like web companies. I mean, I think just like anybody trying to pursue any kind of career almost like I had a bunch of random jobs. Um, you know, I, I answered phones at Fidelity for a while. That was unpleasant. Um, and then I eventually moved to New York and there I tempted a law firm for a while. That was not for me, but I did it uh, in exchange for money that I used to pay rent. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I pursued comedy as almost everyone does in a parallel to, you know, weird random temp jobs that were at times pleasant at times not. I'm always, uh, uh, in admiration of people who do Edinburgh fringe because I've heard so many horror stories and Liz Mealy told me she would just cry every night and then go out and bark your own show in the rain and three people would show up. It's, is it that much of a grind? Um, you know, I think, Yes and no. Like I certainly barked and, and handed out stuff. I mean, I only really did it one year, and I, it was like, uh, for me, it was fine. It was neither great nor terrible. I think I would get, you know, thirty to eighty people, depending. Um, and uh, but I think the reason, like, I think if I lived in the UK, it would be a great way to establish a career there. But I think as someone who's mostly based here. Um, it doesn't, you know, I, I haven't gone back over and over, but I did adore it. Like you get to see countless shows and it is where I met and hung out with a lot of, you know, you, you know, UK acts and, um, remember seeing Concords there and stuff. So, so you kind of get to know things and see people that is really fun. Um, but yeah, doing shows there can be a, a struggle. Um, if, yeah. So, so medium, I guess. Yeah, and it's really cool that you got to be on that Flight of the Concord show. Hard to believe it was 15 years ago when that 
came out now. Yeah. Um, also, pretty good friends records. I mean, I've had John Glazer on lately, and and Bobcat, a couple guys on the on the album. When you started out, did you think it would be a, a hit like that? Um, no, I didn't. You know, uh, you know, Julie uh, and I have been. We we did the our festival for a long time and wanted to keep doing stuff. So no, I don't know if we knew what. Um, uh, like what the result would be, but we're very excited. It's been really fun, and we've put out a, a handful of really wonderful records. Pace Magazine just named uh, two of the eight best comedy albums of the year, uh, two of our records, one by Derek Brown and one by John Glazer. So that was really neat. Um, it feels like we're putting fun stuff into the world. Very cool. All right, Sketchfest, your first performance, and these are all ensembles. Um Thursday, January 25th, you've got one on Friday, you've got one Saturday, uh, you've got actually, geez Louise, yeah, you've got uh, two on Saturday. Uh, let's just start with the first one on Saturday, because it might be in, in all the sketch fests, and I've been covering all of them, that my favorite name for a show, it's called Stop Joking for 100 Years and Other Requests from My Kid. Love that one. That is an actual thing that my son said. I mean, admittedly, maybe two years ago or so, two or three years ago, <laughs> he would periodically, I would joke around and he'd say, stop joking for a hundred years. And then I would be like, I have to, it's my job. And then he would kind of go like, all right, you know what? You can joke on stage, but like not in the house. A <laughs> so, couple of yeah. the other shows here listed we've got uh claro kane's album recording you're going to come out and open that one we mentioned john glazer his yeah. smooth meditations for the solitary dog that's the um the album we were talking about and then uh, closing out saturday night a close shave with heaven a super night of poetry and comedy with Derek brown and friends do you sometimes when you're at a place like Sketchfest, think oh my gosh i forgot i had that one where am i going next well, no, I, I, so Derek is one of the albums we put out and he would open for me a lot. He's done sketch fest with me maybe a few times, but that, uh, that show, you know, his, his poetry is really, really funny and, and really, uh, moving. It's this incredible mix of like both at once. So I really adore it. Um, but yeah, that show. And I think, I forget, I think Amber might be on it. I'm not sure. Maybe I, I um, but uh, he, he actually, he officiated David Cross and Amber Tamlin's wedding, which is sort of where I met him. And uh, after that, I saw him do a show with Amber in New York, and he was so great. Uh, so I'd always wanted to put out his work and was really glad that this year we got to. Yeah, Amber Tamblyn, Derek Brown, you and uh, Kurt Brownell are another uh, vet yeah. of this show as well. Eugene Merman, yeah. check him out at Sketchfest. As I said, the 25th through the 27th, and he's going to have uh, four really great shows. And check out PGF Records as well. A lot of great and hilarious albums there. Eugene, thanks for coming on, and uh, have a great time when you're in town, man. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Thank you for having me. All right, me good on. stuff. Thank you. I'm Rick Tittle, and we will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? 
and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027-800-392-7027-800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir. Do I make you nervous? Sir, sir, what? Are you about to call me an... Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, shut up.
All right, we got uh, coming up in the next hour, Jim Clock, Jennifer Szymanski, and Callie Reese. Could be a little bit packed there. I thought it was interesting when Eugene Merman said it's basically, you know, the Revolutionary War, and that's it. <laughs> well, in Boston, there's a lot of Civil War stuff as well. But one thing that I found <clears throat> very poignant, sad, touching, respectful was as I was, I left Concord, which is this, you know, tiny little colonial town where everything's old and everybody has these mansions. And I had like a half hour walk to the, the old North bridge where it all kicked off, shot, heard around the world and all that. But walking back, <clears throat> I saw a rock that had, and there I saw a rock. It wasn't a rock, it was a rock, lobster. No, I saw a rock with a Union Jack and a crucifix and the British poppy and a little pumpkin. And inscribed on it, it says 19 April 1775. Near this site was buried a British, a British soldier of the 4th, the King's Own Regiment of Foot, fatally wounded at North Bridge. So it was about a 10-minute walk from there. And there's the old manse, as they call it. And, you know, right across the street from there is like um, Ralph Waldo Emerson's house. And think about Louisa May Alcott. There's Walden Pond is like right next to it as well as <clears throat> just down the road. But if you think about it, <clears throat> 1775 for almost 250 years, people have, I mean, just this was the enemy, but at that time, you know, he was a human being and they carried him that far after being shot at the bridge. And then he finally died right there and they buried him, whoever buried him, whether it was the <clears throat> the Americans or not. Uh, but you'd think to put a Union Jack there to commemorate him, I thought was kind of touching. The other thing is, too, when Paul Revere rode his steed, he didn't say the British are coming, the British are coming, because we were all British at that time. He said the regulars are coming. In other words, not the Hessians and not the sailors. The regulars are coming. The regulars are coming. It doesn't sound as good, does it? The regulars are coming. All right. Let's take a quick break. We got two more hours. Come on back on Sports Byline. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. The Senate is continuing to try to work out a compromise on funding for foreign allies and the southern border. Republicans in both chambers of Congress say they won't vote for aid to countries like Ukraine until stricter border policies are put in place. Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn spoke about the deadlock on Fox Business. 
The impasse is that the administration does not want to secure the border. They want to put money into refugee resettlement, but they don't want to secure the border. A huge storm is threatening holiday travel as strong winds and heavy rain are continuing to hammer the East Coast. Forecasters say flash flooding is likely from the mid-Atlantic to New England. Hazardous driving conditions are expected throughout the region today into Tuesday. An investigation is continuing in Delaware after a car rammed into President Biden's security detail late Sunday night. Biden was walking to a waiting SUV from his campaign office when a car hit the Secret Service vehicle being used to close off intersections. The car was surrounded by police following the accident. President Biden and the First Lady were unharmed. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is continuing to meet with Israeli leaders, hoping to get an update on the war in Gaza. The visit comes as President Biden has criticized Israel over mounting civilian casualties. Israel is trying to destroy the Palestinian militant group Hamas, There have been hints that Israel could move to a lower-intensity strategy in the new year, and if that's the case, Austin's looking to hear the details. And Week 15 of the NFL season wraps up tonight with the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. You can catch that game on ESPN. This is USA News. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. I drink it every day and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. The late Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor is continuing to lie in repose at the Supreme Court ahead of her funeral on Tuesday. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor reflects on the importance of O'Connor becoming the first woman on the high court. I knew that Sandra would open the door for women in the law and serve as an inspiration to girls across the country. Later on, she would often say that it was good to be the first, but don't want to be the last. Two bills called the Gabby Petito Act are being filed in the Florida legislature in response to the New York woman's murder. Petito was murdered by her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, in 2021. The pair had been on a cross-country van trip when her body turned up in a national park in Wyoming after she disappeared. Petito's parents are suing the Moab, Utah Police Department claiming they failed to recognize that their daughter's life was in danger when responding to a domestic abuse incident. The bills would require police to conduct a lethality assessment when they respond to domestic violence complaints to hopefully save other victims. Elon Musk's social media platform X could face massive fines in Europe 
over claims a platform does little to police the spread of misinformation and disinformation. On Monday, the EU announced it would begin a first-ever investigation under the newly instituted Digital Services Act. I'm Tim Berg, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. we got a jam-packed hour. Jim Clock, Jennifer Szymanski, Callie Reese will join us this hour. So Boston's a very interesting town. It's, it's more compact than you'd think. Uh, I did go to Harvard a couple days ago, and that is one of the most <clears throat> impressive places I've ever been, much less a college. It is the oldest college in the country, obviously. Um... Was at the school for Indians, as they called it, in 1609 or whatever. <clears throat> but you know how every university, even the University of Idaho, has this one amazing building. Well, they have about 20 of them. <laughs> you just kind of don't seem right. But there are two things <clears throat> about Boston that suck. One is Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe the worst excuse for a donut I've ever seen in my life. Their donuts are disgusting. They're not even donuts. They're just these stale, gross... Like, do they even know what a donut is? As a fat guy, and as a former really fat guy, I, I, it's they, they have no idea what a donut is, and yet these people are addicted to it because they don't know any better. So I kind of feel sorry for them that they think Dunkin' Donuts is good. The other thing is Sam Adams is disgusting, and that beer is everywhere. And I remember <clears throat> I tried it like 20 years ago. I'm like, ugh, it's gross. And then that guy that owned the company put himself in every commercial. And then they showed the brewers and they had these long ZZ Top beards. And all I thought of was the hair going in the beer. 
It's so gross. But then I thought, you know what? It's been like 20 years. You're in Boston. You can't escape it. Have a pint. I took two sips and I dumped it. So Dunkin' Donuts and Sam Adams. No wonder everybody wants to fight all the time. Because they're miserable. <laughs> Maybe if they had good donuts and good beer, they'd feel better about themselves. All right. <clears throat> I wish I was joking, but I'm not. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Appreciate all that you do. Keeping us and our allies safe. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider. We go through there as well. Come on back. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie Bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 Biggie Bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539 That's 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008-That's 800-211-6008. This episode is brought to you by Columbia Sportswear. It's snowing again, and that wind chill is killer. But you're not worried about that because you shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection. It's warmth perfected with tiny gold dots that reflect your body heat inside and protect you from the cold outside. No snow or chilly temps can stop you now. Go out anyway. Shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection now at Columbia.com slash infinity. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, check me out. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show documentary filmmaker Jim Clock. Is a brand new film called The Thin Black Line. It showcases African-American law enforcement officers on the front line. Jim, welcome to the show. And I know I called you a filmmaker, but you're also an actor. You're also a, a part-time deputy sheriff as well in Virginia. Tell us how this... Uh, idea all came together please oh hey nice to meet you rick thanks for having me on the show and and yeah this actually was my first documentary so i, I wasn't a documentary filmmaker before this uh this was really just a, a passion project and and to be honest with you it probably was more of a, a love letter to one of my best friends in the world who who's still on the job now he's a, you know sergeant gerald ford in alexandria virginia and when i was a young police officer uh him and I were partners and worked together and just, uh, he's an amazing person, uh, happens to be an African-American man who changed my life because as his partner, uh, he loved on me and taught me so many things that opened my eyes to, to stuff, just made me such a better police officer, a better person. And so years later, this kind of came together uh, because during kind of the summer of 2020 and, and seeing things happening and talking to him, just how much he was hurting. He was hurting as a black man. He was hurting as a black man who was a police officer. He had a lot of different emotional tolls. He's devoted his life to this profession and, and trying to uh, specifically do better in low-income housing areas for minorities. And and so really that started as a kind of a love letter to him, to be honest with you, and just an appreciation of, of how my life changed by having amazing uh, men and women of color in my life as a young police officer. You know, it's interesting, too. I grew up in a uh, an urban area, I guess, as demographics would say, around a lot of uh, black people. And so I have, I have a glimpse into the black experience. As a white man, I will never understand it. But I've had glimpses of it from my friends. And a lot of times when you're black, you're not allowed to be patriotic. You know, the country that brought your ancestors over as slaves. And you're especially, for a lot of them, you're not allowed to be police, man. These are the people that oppress us. How can you be a police officer? You know, it's like there's for some people they're sort of they get that backlash. Is that something that you saw? Yeah, and it was really something that kind of started in the early conversations of the film when I went to Sheriff David Decatur, who's my sheriff and my best friend and one of the most amazing men in in this world, is he was already actively working with one of our other producers, Vernon Green, who's in the film as well. And Vernon runs this great nonprofit and and uh, it works really close with the sheriff to to this is way before even 2020 I met you know met Vernon and just their relationship to try to bridge gaps and and build community and so one thing that we saw happening and we were very um, you know concerned about was that what was taking place was going to even elevate what you're talking about where less people of color were going to come and join the profession. And, you know, I don't have a lot of answers about anything, but I, I do know that less people of color in law enforcement is absolutely one million percent not the answer. 
And people have to understand is not just does that mean not for officers on the street, but it's less people of color rise in the ranks in the positions to make change. And, uh, you know, I can only speak to the effect it had on me. But, yeah, it's, it was very difficult for uh, and now we've seen a 300 percent drop in this concern. It's a real concern that's happening. Less minorities are joining police. And and um, and, and look, I, I again. All I know is that I wanted to make a film that was full of hope. I wanted to make a film to, that, that showcased people who were doing it right and trying to make a difference. And one thing that is true is these officers are black first. And I think that gets lost sometimes. Like, you know, Gerald's always going to be a black man that puts on a uniform and becomes a black police officer. But he's a black man first. He faces injustice and racism. He, so I, I just wanted to show what hope looks like. And people say, is this a pro-cop film? And I'm like, no, it's a pro-person of color film. It's an honest pro-person of color film. That's what I would call it. Yeah, those nuances, like if I'm sometimes with people of color and my friends and the waitress is rude, they'll say, oh, it's you know because I'm not white. And I'm like, no, I know her. She's just rude in general. But that question doesn't occur to me as a white guy. That They have every right to think that maybe that's what's happening to them. And just because you put on a uniform doesn't mean that the racism stops because we have seen many police forces in this country um, be racist with their own officers as well. Right, right, absolutely. And and there are bad apples and of, of all race in the profession too. So I understand I understand the, the distrust when you see something like happened in Memphis. I, I, I can't even fathom what that is like for the people in the communities where you, you're hoping that seeing this person in uniform who, who looks like you is going to be better, and then they're not, um, and which is another reason I think we lean into, um, you know, like this film is showcasing people who are doing it the right way, though. Uh, and, uh, you know, I saw Gerald deal with things I didn't have to deal with, and, and I don't know if I would have ever seen that until we were partners and, and I didn't even know, you know, implicit bias wasn't a term we used in the late 90s. It wasn't being taught. Uh, it's a relatively new in law enforcement, newer. And I remember working the first, you know, kind of, you know, low-income housing area. And I remember kind of coming up and, and I thought, uh, I said to Gerald, I said, you know, um, we got to protect the, the 5% here. And he said, what? I said, yeah, because 95% of these neighborhoods are the trouble and 5% are good. We've got to identify the five. He goes, man, your math is way off. Your math is wrong. Ninety-five percent of the people leaving the, live in these neighborhoods are good, honest people who are trying to raise their families, and generationally has the poverty has kept them here. Five percent is the element that we need to address and weed out. And I'm telling you, he was not only was he right, but the moment that shifted for me and how I saw the community and people and how I could love on people and understand, um, you know, that's another thing. Like we. We want to group everybody in nowadays and, 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 and kind of tear everything down. Uh, and the moment you can look at a group and say, no, the majority of this group of, 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 or this community is, is good and honor and honest and loving, let's go and lean into that. It, it, it does change your perspective on how you can police in a, in a more positive way. Now that's a remarkable admission by you. It's honest, and it, it also shows how – people can change and they just need education and they, and they just need to be 
exposed to some of these things. And that's that's really cool that you learned that. Before we let you go, what is maybe one of the more poignant moments of the film? Maybe one of your favorite parts of it then? Oh, I have I have so I have so many. Uh, I think one is a young officer named John who, you know, really opens up about how many friends and family he had lost since becoming a police officer. And this young man is so he just got promoted, by the way. Uh, but when we did the documentary, he was a young deputy and uh, the sadness in his eyes, you know, the, just the, the hurt in his eyes. He said he lost 85% of his friends and family since joining the department. And, um, and he couldn't understand it. He's like, all I want to do is, is help people that look like me, is help people that, you know, to have a better chance of life, improve the quality of life. And so that moment of him being so vulnerable and, and, and being so young, and it just, it still hits me really hard now. It's like one of those moments I can watch it in the trailer. I can watch it in, you know, a clip or something. And it just, it really hits me. And it always makes me think of that great quote. Someone told me it was attributed to Abraham Lincoln, but I don't know. It's, it's uh, if you really want to live a full and beautiful life, be friends with people who don't look like you. Hmm. And no, it's uh, great stuff. Everybody should check out. We got to run. The film is called the thin black line, a documentary coming out from Global Digital Releasing on the 9th of January. We've been speaking with Jim Clock, and as you can hear in his voice, this was a labor of uh, love as well. An important film. Jim, congratulations. Thank you very much, Rick. I really appreciate you having me. God bless you. All right, good stuff. We'll come back on the other side with Nat Geo's Jennifer Szymanski right here on Titling Sports. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. 
Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined from National Geographic, Jennifer Szymanski, and she's here to talk about her new book called Deadliest Animals on the Planet. And Jennifer is a science writer and um, a scientist herself and Jennifer, welcome to the show. And before we get into the book, you know, I heard about, I don't know, a decade ago that the numbers of uh, females, girls and women getting into the science field was so low, it was so male dominated. And there was almost like this national campaign to tell girls, look, you, you, you should get into science. It's fascinating. Don't worry about it if it seems like it's just the boys. How are we on that? Are the numbers up for females or is it plateaued? Do you know? have, you know, actual data in front of me. I, I can give anecdotal evidence. Um, I, I did teach at um, university for quite a while, and I, I felt that the ratio between male and female students was completely appropriate. And in a lot of cases, the, the girls did outnumber the boys. Um, and that was, you know, 10 years ago. So, um, you know, my gut feeling is that a lot of um, programs are in place now that 
are effective and are really getting a lot more women into sciences. Okay, very good. Now, the name of the book is Deadliest Animals on the Planet, and I've always heard that like 80% of the deadliest animals on the planet are all on the continent of Australia. Is that number too high or too low? <laughs> um, I had someone else tell me today that everything in Australia is trying to kill you, right? Um, there <laughs> are a lot of, of venomous um, critters in Australia. Um, but the way that we approach this book is that we sort of expanded the definition of deadly uh, so that um, it could mean a lot of, of different things so that we could appeal to a great number of kids. What would be the smallest deadly thing outside of, you know, like a spider or a tsetse fly or what, what is like the most deadly insect? The most deadly insect um, statistically is the mosquito. Um, and that uh. made its appearance in the book just because of how much damage it afflicted by spreading malaria. Um, this, I can't remember the exact number, but over scientists have estimated that over the course of human history, I mean, almost a billion people have died from malaria. So, you know, yeah, hard that's to, not good. Hard to catch up with that. Yeah, right. Um, I'm a little bit surprised you open the book and you think lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! But there's a cat. The cat made the list. Right. Um, house cats, um, if we define deadly by kill percentage, they are right up there among felines. Um, they are successful in killing prey about 30% of the time, which doesn't sound tremendously high. But if you consider a lion or a tiger or something that you know we generally consider to be king of the jungle or, or quite fierce, um, their kill success rate might be only 10%, um, 15%. So among the felines, the house cats are, are pretty, pretty good contenders for, uh, for being very deadly. Okay. I thought this was deadly to people, but you're absolutely right. If you're talking about birds and mice and stuff, yeah. So you're just talking about things that kill other things, right? Right. So if we are talking about, there are plenty of animals in the book that are, you know, have the strongest venom, you know, one bite can, is enough uh, toxin in them to take out 20 people. Um, but again, we've defined deadly as, you know, being what animal kills the greatest number of other animals in a single bite. And that would be a blue whale because it takes you know, it swallows millions of krill as it swims through the ocean. So that's another definition of deadly. No doubt. Also, um, you know, I, when I go hiking in the, uh, in the Bay Area, there are a lot of cow pastures and you go through the hills and the cows are just sitting there eating the grass. But in the last few years, there are more signs saying, watch out for the cows and, and not bulls, but, but just cows. They'll get you. What, what now I'm kind of I'm not scared, but I'm more aware. Let's just put it that way. What's going on with the regular cow? Well, I would say that um, just by proximity, they're a pretty deadly animal. They're actually uh, responsible for 
in the neighborhood of about 20 deaths a year, um, which, you know, doesn't sound a lot, like a lot maybe, but, you know, sharks or shark attacks that actually result in death, only maybe five a year, um, they get a lot more press. So um, with cattle, just because we consider them to be domesticated, I think we tend to let our guard down a little bit around them and it's still a 1,500-pound animal with horns that can do a lot of damage. You know, it's interesting, too, when, and, and this is why you're on, because you know these things and I don't, but, you know, we talked about the, the lions and the tigers and cheetahs, whatever. They'll, they'll try and bite you in the neck, kill you, and then start eating you, whereas, like, a grizzly bear won't wait till you're dead. It'll just start eating you immediately. Is that right? Um. That absolutely could happen. <laughs> <laughs> like their goal isn't to, to kill you. Their goal <laughs> is just up, start eating them. Yep. Yep. Now, the Komodo dragon was something, because when I was a kid, I loved reptiles and amphibians, and I had a caiman and an axolotl and all these things, and was very much into catching snakes and lizards. Um, and so the Komodo dragon was always like, the king. And so how deadly are those to their prey and also human beings? So um, the Komodos are a really good example of an animal that does not want to injure and sort of give chase. Uh, that's sort of the, the strategy that some predators use. Um, the Komodos are, they want it over with. In one go, so they're um, they're an ambush hunter, um, and they will lie and wait until a deer or other prey animal comes by, um, and they will just go for the throat and use their claws to sort of eviscerate the animal while biting into the throat with venomous saliva, um, and they have uh, saw-like edges on their teeth that drives that saliva right down into the animal. And so, I mean, that's that's a kill that happens um, right on the spot. Um, as far as being uh, dangerous to people, to my knowledge, as long as you leave them alone <laughs> and you're not um, out in their territory, they're not going to bother you. Well, there's a the title of your next book, Venomous Saliva, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody should check this out, especially for the holidays. Make a great gift for kids. Deadliest animals on the planet from our friends at National Geographic. They always have such great graphics, and they do great jobs. And we've been speaking with the editor, Jennifer Zemanski. Thank you so much for your time, and congratulations on the book. Thank you. Really appreciate the time. No doubt. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, there's a place in um, when I was a kid called the East Bay Vivarium. And they would sell reptiles and amphibians and, you know, we would have uh, chameleons and all sorts of stuff. And I was a pretty good snake catcher and I'm really good at catching blue bellies too. And, um, Western fence lizards, whatever you kind of be, you, what you do is you put an arm way out and then you wiggle your fingers and they fixate on that. And then very slowly with the other hand, you come up and then you nab them. I put to the test. I think my ratio is about the same as a house cat, like maybe one out of three times I can do it now. Um, but I got so cocky <clears throat> as a kid catching snakes 
because you got to grab them right by the head and then they wrap their whole bodies around your arm and they try to squeeze your arm really tight, but they're never that powerful. Well, one time I saw this bull snake. It looks like a rattlesnake, but it doesn't have the, it has a diamondback, but it doesn't have the buttons. So there's no rattle. So you got to make sure it's not a rattlesnake because there's plenty around here. But just, I got so cocky. I just picked it up by its tail. Just like, yep, I'll have you too. I'll bring you home, throw you in the aquarium. And that thing turned around and it bit me right in the webbing between my thumb and my forefinger, like deep. And there were, I was like, ah, I couldn't get, the, <laughs> I was like 12 years old. Couldn't get the thing off. And then it finally let go. And I had these two giant fang marks right there. That'll learn you better respect your snakes. That's the name of my book. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Hey, you, the one on the couch you just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. 
And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. That hurts my feelings. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the highly talented Kaylee Reese. And she is here to talk about being a, a huge part of the new True Detective called True Detective Night Country. It's becoming HBO and streaming on Max beginning on uh january 12th and uh, kaylee welcome to the show and um i was just in massachusetts and, and rhode island and wampanoag uh territory and that's something uh that's very rich in your heritage isn't it yes absolutely number one thanks for having me this morning and um yeah that's my people i i'm pretty sure you was watching the womp warrior have a second fight was you not maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, I think people should understand if they don't know you, you made a name for yourself uh, in um, combat sports, pugilism, boxing. When was the first time? I mean, did you grow up a fighter or did you just find like I understand the sweet science? You know, unofficially the fighter. Um, I'm one of five kids, I have two older brothers. So, you know, there was a lot of, hey, Kay, let me try this wrestling move on you kind of a thing. Um Nobody in my family boxed per se. We watched it, but I was kind of the lone wolf in that regard. Um, and I kind of just always loved boxing. I got into it around the age of 12 or 13 and kind of didn't look back ever since. So the the acting career, uh, what was sort of your break? Or did somebody say, you know what, you would be perfect for this part? Or did you say, I'm not waiting for somebody to give me a break. I'm I'm going into it myself. Well, usually that's the fashion. Um, I don't do anything typical or normal, and I usually do the hardest thing first to kind of get thrown into things, have to sink or swim, and I hit the ground running with this. Um, but the divine grace of the creator and the universe, um, I've always been really artistic. I look at boxing as an art, and my family is very musically inclined. I played the violin at age nine, um, painting. My grandmother was in theater, and I've always been interested in acting. I just didn't know how to start, especially being well-established as a boxer around 2015, 2016. Um, but there was a director that reached out to me out of all places via Instagram with a bare bones script about um, missing and murdered indigenous women that he found um, in Canada first and he was doing his research. 
And he just saw that with my boxing platform, I was doing the best I could by bringing a voice and awareness to missing and murdered indigenous women, residential schools, pipelines, et cetera, all these things that as me as an indigenous woman are important, but I have a stage to bring these issues in front of an audience that wouldn't normally hear about them. And he asked me if I was ever interested in acting um, and would I want to act? He, uh, I told him, yeah, but cool. This sounds good. And he, very early on, he asked me to help him write the the script and help him write the story. And I did. And, um, I acted and starred in my first role, um, as, that I helped write. And from there, the rest is kind of history too. I got from there. I went, I got casted in a, a film that's coming out next year called Black Flies with Sean Penn and Ty Sheridan that I didn't audition for either. He saw me in Catch the Fairman, which was the first film. And this kind of happened with True Detective being my third job. They saw the first movie and was looking for an indigenous um, person to star alongside Jodie Foster to play Navarro. And I got spotted and did my audition. And here we are. Well, that's the thing, Kaylee, is that, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of actors and actresses and they might say, yeah, I'm in this thing. And they've, they've got like, you know, five minutes and that's, that's pretty awesome. You are the co-lead with Jodie Foster. You guys are the detectives. We're talking about an Oscar winner, one of the greatest actors of her generation. If you couldn't act, it would be such a stark contrast. So your acting skills have to be right on point, which they are. Is that something that you just hit the ground running or did you take a lot of classes so that you could be on screen with Jodie Foster and carry your own like you did? I will Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It was something, you know, that people always ask me, especially lately, do I find any similarities between boxing and acting? And there's a lot of them. I mean, I feel like I've been training for this my entire boxing career and life. Um, I, but being an artist at heart, you know, being a very artistic Virgo, coming from a really artistic family, um, did I take any classes? No, but I can, I'm very empathic and I can, like, I watch movies and can feel everything. Um, so I just had really good vision of, uh, clear vision of what to do for the role of the first movie. And the only kind of official quote unquote training that I had was maybe a few weeks before we shot the first movie, the director, Joseph Kubota Vladika, he was like, I want you to have some fine tuning. So he sent me to this woman named um, Sheila Gray. She's an acting coach out of New York. Um, and I went to do a couple of one-on-ones. I've never done that before. A couple of one-on-ones to break things down for the character and just to kind of understand the quote-unquote tool that you have as an actor, as an artist, and a storyteller. And she threw me in these improv classes. I'm like, what the hell is life right now? What am I doing? But I learned so much and it was so, it was so hard and so complex and so mental, which boxing is very mental. But once it clicked, it clicked. And I just made sure I did the best I could with the tools I had and was just very observant. And just to get casted with somebody the likes of Jodie Foster with somebody who wrote a masterpiece of a story and is a uh, amazing director and can get what she needs out of people. I really just did the best I could, but with understanding the, the end goal, understanding what the character, really having the character reveal itself to me. And then being in the presence of Jodie Foster, she's not only intelligent, talented and smart, but she's also was there to support and tell the story. And she made things very comfortable. And I just literally just did the best I could um, with what I had and really want to understand things. As long as I understand how something functions, I'm pretty, pretty okay at it. I'm pretty good at it, but I really had to be on my A game, especially being a newcomer. Nobody knows who I am. I have a lot of pressure, but you know, I'm kind of used to being the underdog. If you look at my, my boxing record, it's not a perfect one. I had to claw and scratch my way and made myself a three-time world champion before I even had a promoter or, or manager. So I just had to really fight what I, that's what I know how to do is fight in and outside of the ring. I'm going to go ahead. I don't know if anybody's mentioned this. I think you're the first person ever 
to be on HBO as a boxer and then to be on HBO as an actor. Am I right? I, you know, you just brought some light to me. I am. And it's crazy that, you know, the, the first fight, the female fight on HBO wasn't even supposed to happen like that. Like we were on the undercard, but a, a fight fell through and we had, we got the call, like an opportunity and HBO agreed. I was in the middle of Walmart when I, I found that out. And like to be the first female <laughs> fight ever on HBO and then to get this is like, it's full circle, man. It's You can't tell me that's not meant to be, you know what I mean? That's really cool. And the other thing, you know, you're mentoring catch the fair one. That was only a couple of years ago. And not only did you do a good job, you you won awards at 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 film festivals that, you know, how, how did you not I, I guess maybe the discipline you have as a fighter, you didn't get too carried away with that, huh? No, I think honestly, what I what what I'm learning now is like your intention behind whatever you do usually kind of warrants the result that you get like if i had if we just had the intention of telling the story like joseph he's not native he's polish and japanese but he knew this was an important story to tell he just knew it wasn't his story to tell so we just wanted to go we wasn't like yeah we're gonna get mainstream we're gonna be award winners we just wanted to tell the right story the right way authentically and tell an important story in the best way we could and that was the intention the the byproduct of the right intentions were, was winning tribeca was getting a, a um, jury mention special jury mention in tribeca getting nominated for a spirit award like i had no i didn't even know what a spirit in the award was until i got nominated and it was just a blessing to to be that and i'm like all right so i think this guy's blowing smoke up my behind like telling me i got the sauce i got the juice i'm like okay whatever you know but i really realized that I have, a, I have a gift and I have many gifts. And what we do as an indigenous, indigenous people, as I've been taught, is we don't hold them to ourselves. We give to to give the gift. And my gift of boxing is doing the best I could representing a, a, a nation, a, a, a genre of people that is underrepresented. And now I'm here to give them this gift. And I have this tool that I'm able to hone in on and really, really hone in and like just work, 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 work and as long as I can. It has a lot more longevity than getting punched in the face, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, that first very first season with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey of True Detective is one of the greatest series of all time. And so we're really looking forward to season four of True Detective Night Country and uh, check it out on HBO and HBO Max. We've been speaking with uh, the co-lead Kaylee Reese. Kaylee, you're just crushing it right now. Congratulations. Thank you so much to Button. I appreciate it. And enjoy. If you like the first season, make sure you pay attention to our season because it's definitely got some Easter eggs up in there. No doubt. We will check it out. Thank you, Kaylee. Kaylee Reese, everybody. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that first season of True Detective was so good. And then the second one in L.A. was so bad. They just and it's written by the same guy. I forget his name, something Italian. But man, that was good. Really, really good. Uh, the first one, the second one, bad. The third one with Mahersha Ali was OK. I'll say that it was OK. But uh, Evangeline Navarro, our guest, uh, Kaylee Reese, who, if you looked at the picture I put out on the Twitter and um, also on uh, my um, Facebook fan page, you would not think <laughs> that she would have the co-lead. I mean, she just like she's about ready to tear somebody's head off. She's a great fighter. But, um, yeah, this is, and, and I didn't, we had to, she had to leave. I wanted to ask her more about her writing credit. Do you know how good you have to be to be basically unknown? You know, she said she took out a couple classes, but to be an unknown. And I think I had that acting coach she talked about on my show before the one in Manhattan, but to come in, be the co-star 
and then they're going to let you write. I can tell you <clears throat> there are a lot of people who are probably very jealous and a lot of people who are upset. I've spent 42 years writing and then this person comes in. Well, it's meritocracy. <laughs> it's funny that I remember I used to watch Cisco and Ebert all the time on PBS. I think we all did back in the 80s. And when that movie 9 to 5 came out, the big hit was Dolly Parton. And I remember Siskel and Ebert saying she never took one acting class. She just she just was a, a natural. That's a thing. You're just like, you're just a natural. You have to do it. <clears throat> Nick Pizzolatto. That's his name. Nick Pizzolatto. And um, so his contract ended. And so they... Um, it was back in the spring of last year, I think March of 2022, that Barry Jenkins and uh, Issa Lopez took over. So we'll see if they can bring that back that same amount of uh, creepiness to it. And I'm not a big Matthew McConaughey fan at all. Um, I, I don't really get it, but the guy can act. I'll give him that. Maybe that's what I get. <laughs> It's like I'm not a big fan of Colin Farrell when he's on, like, you know, Letterman going, oh, you know, in Ireland. I think he, like, puts it on too thick. But the guy can act. I can give him that. You ever see Cassandra's Dream, the Woody Allen movie? I don't think a lot of people saw that with Ewan McGregor. Set in London. It's kind of like that same one that uh, the tennis one with the wedding ring. That was not the good one. Woody Allen. Uh, well, let's not get into that. He married his daughter. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back right here on Sports Byline USA. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. 
Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Hey, coach. Yes. Why don't you quit so we can get us a real coach? Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. By the way, tomorrow on the show, Steve Largent, which I will not be able to tweet out, <laughs> one of my most hated players ever. I'm sure he's a great guy and it'll be a great interview. There's no way I'm promoting that one. <laughs> I want to go against everything in my being. Um,. But then again, I did hug Rocky Rocky Blyer in person, and he was great. So maybe I should be more mature. <clears throat> there was a funny little Boston moment where I was at this music venue in Boston. USAA would, took us over there, and there's this old guy behind the bar, and I, you know, it's just all Sam Adams swill garbage. I said, "Do you have any Pilsner?" And he's like, "I got Manhattan." I went, "What? I got Manhattan." I go, what's that? It's a local Pilsner. Local. I go, do you mind if I have a sip? He goes, ah. <sighs> he turns around one miles per hour. He pours a little bit. And I go, the reason I ask is like a lot of these microbreweries, they think they make a Pilsner and it's not. It's just a see-through IPA. And he goes, it's a Pilsner. I took a sip. Not that great but better than Sam Adams. I go, I'll have one of those. He goes, yeah, you, you enjoy your night. <laughs> I never felt so Californian in my life. 
Can I have a sip, please? Can I just have a little sample? <laughs> I'm from California, and we're wimpy. And, uh, yeah, once again, that, that Sam Adams is disgusting. <laughs> and he was a terrorist, by the way. The Sons of Liberty, I would have been, I've, I've sussed this out, I would have been a loyalist to King George until the stamp act, and then I would have been like, all right, that's it. I've had it. You know, remember, they dropped off those 4,000 troops. A lot of people are in Boston were, thank goodness, maybe we can have some law and order here for once. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour. Come on back on Sports Byline. USA News. I'm Tim Berg. The Senate is continuing to try to work out a compromise on funding for foreign allies and the southern border. Republicans in both chambers of Congress say they won't vote for aid to countries like Ukraine until stricter border policies are put in place. Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn spoke about the deadlock on Fox Business. The impasse is that the administration does not want to secure the border. They want to put money into refugee resettlement, but they don't want to secure the border. A huge storm is threatening holiday travel as strong winds and heavy rain are continuing to hammer the East Coast. Forecasters say flash flooding is likely from the mid-Atlantic to New England. Hazardous driving conditions are expected throughout the region today into Tuesday. An investigation is continuing in Delaware after a car rammed into President Biden's security detail late Sunday night. Biden was walking to a waiting SUV from his campaign office when a car hit the Secret Service vehicle being used to close off intersections. The car was surrounded by police following the accident. President Biden and the First Lady were unharmed. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is continuing to meet with Israeli leaders, hoping to get an update on the war in Gaza. The visit comes as President Biden has criticized Israel over mounting civilian casualties. Israel is trying to destroy the Palestinian militant group Hamas. There have been hints that Israel could move to a lower intensity strategy in the new year. And if that's the case, Austin's looking to hear the details. And week 15 of the NFL season wraps up tonight with the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. You can catch that game on ESPN. This is USA News. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. 
I drink it every day, and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a Capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. The late Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor is continuing to lie in repose at the Supreme Court ahead of her funeral on Tuesday. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor reflects on the importance of O'Connor becoming the first woman on the high court. I knew that Sandra would open the door for women in the law and serve as an inspiration to girls across the country. Later on, she would often say that it was good to be the first, but don't want to be the last. Two bills called the Gabby Petito Act are being filed in the Florida legislature in response to the New York woman's murder. Petito was murdered by her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, in 2021. The pair had been on a cross-country van trip when her body turned up in a national park in Wyoming after she disappeared. Petito's parents are suing the Moab, Utah Police Department, claiming they failed to recognize that their daughter's life was in danger when responding to a domestic abuse incident. The bills would require police to conduct a lethality assessment when they respond to domestic violence complaints to hopefully save other victims. Elon Musk's social media platform X could face massive fines in Europe over claims a platform does little to police the spread of misinformation and disinformation. On Monday, the EU announced it would begin a first-ever investigation under the newly instituted Digital Services Act. I'm Tim Berg, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. 
All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to hour number three. We're we'll some open lines. We'll speak with Anthony Evans, music producer. J.D. Sharp will join us at 1140 Pacific time from Pro Wagering Talk NFL Football. We got a game tonight. Ask him about that. And your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. This is a little bit old news. The Otani thing went down when I was in Boston, but I was looking at the numbers of his deferments because next year he'll make $2 million from the Dodgers. And then he'll make another $2 million. In fact, he's going to make $2 million every year of his 10-year contract. He's going to make $20 million in salary for 10 years. And then, <clears throat> beginning in 2034, he'll make $68 million. The year after that, $68 million. The year after that, $68 million. The year after that, $68 million. Then 68 million, 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 and then in 2043, 68 million. Now, how can he just take 2 million? Well, Otani from his endorsements makes 50 million a year. And his entire time with the Angels, he made 42 million. So he makes 50 million a year. That makes it easy for him to defer $680 million. So he'll get 20 while he's playing baseball. And then, of course, unless he plays more than 10 years, I doubt that. We'll see. But then again, to have the contract go on another 10 years at 68 million. Can you imagine paying a guy every year for to not play baseball 68 million dollars which is more than the entire A's payroll right now it's uh, pretty insane uh, Freddie Freeman deferred some of his until 2040 Mookie Betts has deferred his until 2044 the Dodgers love deferring but the Dodgers are going to have to pay some old men so get ready I'm Rick Tittle come on back One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. 
they fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a genius the best show ever he's so wonderful genius the best show ever he's so wonderful titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is he's so handsome he's a genius now next it's your boy rick tittle all right thank you for that and welcome Welcome back to the show. We got some open lines if you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. Steph Curry's three-point streak um, came to an end in their win at Portland, 268 games, hitting a three. And I know at the end there they kept feeding it to him and feeding it to him and he couldn't get it to go down. That's the kind of thing like I don't even know about it, but then when it ends I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's too bad. But um, it was national news and especially being around here an overshadowing the fact that the Niners are the best team in football really is the Draymond Green story. I mean, it's it's at least equal. You would think the Niners would be the dominant story. But Draymond Green has started a counseling program and will be out at least the next three weeks, according to Sham Sharania. And, of course, he was suspended indefinitely six days ago for <clears throat> roundhousing Yusuf Nurkic with his arm. You know, it's funny. It's like I I read about it first, saying that he was trying to sell a foul and the and the ref got it wrong. And then I thought, oh, the refs are after him. But you know, it's a reputation he does deserve because I'm sure they hate him. He just yells and yells and follows him and barks at him and team me up. I dare you to team me up again and throw me out, right? And then I saw what Draymond did, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That was that was an attack. That's just get off my ass. He just turned around and swung his arm, and his arm went into Nurkic. And a lot of people said Nurkic milked it. And there's a difference between, I think, showing, you know, like there. I see it a lot because I'm a soccer fan. I see these guys, especially 
from like Mediterranean or South American countries. It's just a cultural thing where you pretend like you got shot by a deer rifle in the knee. And then if you don't get the call, you got to get up and keep running. And to them, it's not wimpy. You know, it's just a different mindset. It's just gamesmanship and that's what you're supposed to do. But it's, you know, appalling to Americans and the English and the Germans and some of these other countries where you don't want to appear weak like that. I don't think Nurkic melted. I think Draymond Green's arms, which are as big as my legs, if it hits you in the temple, it's going to hurt for a second. And also, I do think he wanted to say, hey, ref, did you see what he just did? I mean, that's the most violent thing I've ever seen Draymond do outside of uh, punching Jordan Poole. And so <clears throat> Joe Dumars, who's the NBA's executive vice president, head of basketball operations, he's in charge of this kind of stuff. And it's all going on under his watch. And you could say, what are you going to do about it, uh, Joe? And he just said, repeated history of unsportsmanlike acts played a role in this unique and also un, uh, extended punishment. Now, we have had, you know, indefinite suspensions before. We've had Kyrie and, and some other guys, sometimes just sometimes the things that you say. But <clears throat> Draymond, in 15 games, got thrown out of three. And um, he got thrown out for shoving Donovan Mitchell into the first row of the crowd on November 11th and then November 15th, he got Gobert in the chokehold, which he said, I'm trying to protect my teammates, which happens. And by the way, when I was in Boston, I saw the Cavs play at the garden and Donovan Mitchell is a great player. But anyway, uh, Draymond is starting his counseling. All right, let's go to my man, Charlie in Manhattan. What's going on, buddy? Hey, I hope you enjoyed your stay on the East Coast, up in New Thank England. Um, great area. Yeah, you're right about Boston. I love Boston. That has a bit of a edge to the town, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's a cool. It's a cool. I, I love it up in New England. Anyway, uh, uh, sports. I want to bounce with all our teams. Funniest thing I saw online, uh, and the guy must have done it as a joke uh, for the A's uh, on his on the A's website. They said. <laughs> A's are out on Otani sweepstakes. <laughs> as, soon as, he, as soon as he signed with the Dodgers, like it had to make an announcement as if like the A's offered $650 million instead of $700 million. I just right. I laughed when I saw that. It must have been, I, I think somebody might have lost their job. Or Anyway, uh, Raiders, I don't know how you get shut out and then four days later score 63 points, but I'll take it. Um, 42 nothing at halftime. The funniest thing I had also heard was when Richard Sherman said, they should, uh, Staley should be fired at halftime. They should replace him. He shouldn't be coming out in the second half. <laughs> right. Um, as much, as much as it's a great win for the, the Raiders, uh, the, the Chargers quit on, I don't know. Did, you said you, you might've watched the game after you, uh, went to the comedy show. Yeah. Chargers quit. They, they just quit. They, and I'm not taking anything away from the Raiders. They, they, the play calling was great. Their defense was spectacular, but you're going against some guy named Easton Stick. Uh, but the, the char after 21, nothing, the Chargers, you know, a lot of Ole tackling and, and, uh, it, but listen, it was cool to see. I wanted to see 70 as well. And they took the foot off the, uh, you know, the neck and sort of just wrote it out and they put all their subs in. It should have been 63, seven or something to that effect. But anyway, uh, actually I was calling about the Warriors. Uh, all right. Now we're 25 games or whatever we are into the season. 
in my opinion, the formula has not worked. What 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 they started off as five and one and six and two, like we like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, Animal House slow small uh, slow small and, and and stupid don't work in in, in the NBA. Um, fat drunk and stupid don't work. So being where they're at now, what I would do because Draymond is clear. I, I Steph is still Steph. He's still spectacular. Clay looks like he's getting maybe back into rhythm a little. I would, I would, I don't know what you could do now or you let it ride out, but I would blow it up and try to build around Steph going forward. I, I would, I would just let, if you can trade Chris Paul and Kuminga, maybe bring in a Siakam and, and re-sign him or, or Clay, they offered him a two for 24 and he turned it down. I, I wouldn't offer him a two for 48 and, and, I don't know what they can do in season, but if if they let Chris Paul's contract expire, if they don't trade him, if if they if they do the same with Clay, that's almost seventy million dollars off the book. If you can trade Draymond as you get closer to the play, I'm sure some team will be desperate enough to say, "Hey, this guy could put us over the top." I would move. I mean, what what are your thoughts about the Warriors? They won't do any of that, I don't think, because they're so committed to all you know the quote unquote big three. But what would you do with with Draymond and and you know just the the, the old guys as Clay and would you would you uh, would you blow it up and try to build around Steph in his last couple of years or would you just tinker I guess I, whatever happens I'm with you I mean Steph has to stay that that's beyond I, I was done with Draymond a couple of years ago um, you know I, I wouldn't cry my eyes out if if Clay left for some reason. Steph has to stay. But if you look right now, they're not a playoff team. They're, th- this is, to me, the most unbelievable stat. And this is something that a lot of people thought would happen when they left the Coliseum. They're 6-6 six and six at home. When they were yeah. at Oracle or Roracle, there's no way they would be 6-6 six and six at home. That's such a... To, to get a ticket there, I've been to one Warrior game since they moved there. Even though I can get in free, I've been to one Warrior game and uh, someone I know had a ticket. And it was like... $89 for a bad seat and it's just and I know they have this thrive city outside and it's all going on and it's a beautiful it's, arena it's but it, it just it doesn't have that same citadel feel to it anymore and so of course yeah it's just uh you know I, but you know, I got to go to a break but, but I'll tell you this all right, it's a, uh, what, all right go on whatever they do keep staff that's what I'm saying yeah, and real quick, that's what they did with the Raiders. Once they left Oakland, they, they don't have a home field advantage. You have all these weekenders, yeah. and 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 the same with with uh, the A's when they go to Vegas. They're not gonna they're gonna have a bunch of people from Des Moines, Iowa, and wherever play you know visiting that team, and and it'll be there will be no home field advantage. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's it is what it is. Anyway, all right, that's all I got, buddy. I'll keep listening. Thanks for calling, Charlie. I appreciate it. We got Anthony Evans on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back on Byline.
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. And uh, we're waiting on our guest. And when we get him, we will pick him up and throw him on the air. <clears throat> More about Draymond going to 
counseling because before he can return to action, he has to be uh, meet certain league and uh, team conditions too. The specifics are not there. Steve Kerr, head coach, said, quote, to me, this is more than basketball. It's about helping Draymond. I think it's an opportunity for Draymond to step away and make a change in his approach and his life, and that's not an easy thing to do. That's not something you say, okay, we'll do five games, and he's going to be fine. The league did five games after the incident with Rudy. That's not the answer to pick a number. The answer is to help Draymond, give him the help he needs, give him the opportunity to make a change that will not only help him, help our team, but help him for the rest of his life. This is not just about an outburst on the court. This is about his life. This is about someone who I believe in, someone who I have known for a decade, who I love for his loyalty, his commitment, his passion, his love for his teammates, his friends, his family, trying to help that guy, end quote. <clears throat> so based on a three-week timeline, he'd miss at least 10 more games. The earliest he would be back would be their home game against the Pels on January 10th. Um, you know, a lot of times in sports, I always say, well, we want to help the man, and deep down, they don't they don't care. But I think the Warriors actually do care about helping Draymond after four rings. They're kind of like, are you gonna, you know, is this gonna be some sad story where you know you end up pulling a gun or somebody pulls a guns on you at some roadside diner because you didn't like your hamburger or the check was too high or like what are you what are you gonna snap on? <clears throat> And I don't mean to trivialize his mental state. I'm just saying if somebody snaps, like like what Nurkic was doing to him did not deserve what Draymond did to him. And I understand all the time somebody, is they say, get in his jock. He's in your jock. I mean, Donald Foyle told me that Dennis Rodman would put his – he'd be behind him and Dennis Rodman would put his knee in his butt cheeks and, and, and push up into his knee and would grab his butt cheeks. And it's like <laughs> – you know, you get to a certain point where you're, you swing your arm like that and it, and it happens. But, yeah, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, welcome back, though. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show musical industry veteran Anthony Evans. NBC's the voice. He's a gospel artist, a producer, a performer, an author. He is a vocal contractor and arranger for some of the music's industry's most popular icons and he's also featured and this is what we're talking about today in the BET plus original holiday movie favorite son Christmas which is uh, streaming right now Anthony welcome to the show so your acting chops you got to show them off in this how fun was this for you it was a great time Rick and thanks for having me glad to be here with you it was a great time I, I enjoy being stretched I enjoy having you know, challenges put right in front of me. I, I like the pressure. And so the movie was directed by Robin Givens, who, if you're not familiar with her, if you saw her, you'd be like, yeah, I am. <laughs> so she's, she's an industry vet to have her directing me in the movie or directing all of us was, was a privilege and a challenge. And I loved it. Yeah. I remember a very famous husband of hers who was a boxer. Who, who well, I think we all know yeah, who that was too. Yeah. But we, we, we just, we just talk about her now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention his name. Right, um, right. You're also a guy who's very, you know, it's kind of it's it's kind of poignant too with Christmas because you're very based in faith, aren't you? Yeah, 
Yeah, very, very much. That's, I'm a preacher's kid from the South. You know, I, I, I grew up in that, that world, uh, but being able to be in the L.A. world and outside of um, the what, what was normal to me, it, you know, an expanded uh, world has, has been has been great. I, I love being able to take what I have to that world and being able to glean and, and learn from others who didn't grow up like I did. When you think about guys like, you know, Quincy Jones and and yourself and you know Diddy, some of these guys behind the scenes. When when someone comes up to you like, you know, two chains, and you yeah. probably said, you know what? Why don't you t- why don't you tell people you're different and you pull up to the scene with a ceiling missing? Like, how do you how do you sort of like take that one artist character and talents and make sure they get the most out of it? You know, you you said pull up to the scene and and what? Sorry, how with long this, you never pulled up to the scene with my ceiling missing. I'm Got different. you. I was I'm like, different. wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I just do. I, I, first of all, I love that I get called and brought into scenarios that I normally wouldn't unless I would have kind of uh, pushed myself beyond my boundaries. But when I go in there, they are asking specifically for what I'm bringing. So I don't change who I am. I just give them the best. Not that you're saying that. I just give them the best that I have. And, and uh, the bottom line, I've been afforded so many opportunities, not just with him, but like Pharrell and DJ Khaled and all this stuff, because I'm just, I believe in excellence and I just want to be that wherever I am. And, and I, I love the, the opportunity I've gotten because of that. At the risk of maybe tooting your own horn, but I am asking you, what was probably the your most your like most satisfying thing where you're like, hey, maybe if you try that, and then it became a home run and it was all your idea. What would one of those stories be? Ah, uh, man, no, man, all, all my idea. That that's the, that's where it gets hard because I'm working with artists who always have their ideas. You know, I think in general, um, at this point, with, with for instance, with DJ Khaled, he'll he'll call me and give me a broad scope, like a broad scope, but then he lets me run with stuff, and I think that. He's the, the most recent one where uh, being trusted at that level, because I know like the world's going to hear whatever song this is we're working on, and he has literally just given me like a general instruction and said, go do it. Like that, that to me is, when you hear that back, and people don't have to know my name, but to know I was trusted at that level is a, um, is, is, is a big deal. Same thing with the, the, movie, the music in these movies. Uh, Robin was asking me questions during the filming as an actor, and then she finally goes, yo, why is he not producing all the music in this movie? I'm asking him questions every day. So that's how I got handed the responsibility of all the music in the movie. So nobody will really know that unless they look at the credits, but when I hear that back, I'm like, keep going. Like, you're, you're, you're killing it. If these people trust you with this kind of platform. That's really cool. And your dad, yeah. of course, was a very influential pastor, Dr. Tony Evans. Um, and you know you you're his namesake and i i grew up with a preacher's son and he couldn't have been more anti-religious he like turned on it but for you yeah you embraced it it was right down your alley wasn't it yeah you know what it, it's not it's not necessarily all down my alley just to be honest it's it's my dad who still is uh, he, he is one of the most prominent faith figures in the world honestly it's it's when it wasn't down my alley, I looked at my dad's life off the stage. I looked at my actual daddy, like the man I lived with at the house. And I was like, yo, if this is real enough for him to be this man at, at home, then it's, it's going to be real enough for me. But it's not always down my alley. There are moments where I'm like, oh, this is exhausting. You know what I'm saying? But, but uh, when I see how, it's, how real it's been to him, how, how faith has affected his life, I cling to it, even though I'm on a different path and kind of doing things outside of the the church box for, for lack of a better way to say it. A 
Okay, so this movie, Favorite Son Christmas, you play the role of uh, Royce, a super producer. You're responsible for Camden, and Camden is kind of getting tired of his career, and you're trying to keep him going. Is that kind of like the plot? That's 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 the storyline. That's, that's that's the through line with me. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a guy who spends a lot of money on an artist who doesn't feel like it, and that that after you've already invested the money then you, you have to start pushing an artist to get me like it doesn't feelings don't matter right now this is dollars so that that's that, that's my role so you probably didn't have to do a lot of research on that role did you <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't have to go too deep because i know the feeling of of both sides of it being the artist <laughs> and the producer where you're like uh so i paid for a product what are we doing like what's up you know what i mean yeah <laughs> all right well as i said it just started streaming um this uh, last week, everybody should check it out on BET Plus, an original movie, Favorite Son Christmas, starring our guest, Anthony Evans. Anthony, congratulations on all your success, and uh, keep rolling, man. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate you having me. All right, uh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of times, <clears throat> you think about BET Plus, there's just so many different uh, choices and, and ways to watch stuff these days. And... Um, original films. I was on a United flight yesterday and they did their own Christmas movie. It was called love and plain sight. And I already hated it because it was this trailer. They made you watch before you had to watch whatever the little thing in front of you. And, uh, by the way, you can watch movies and there's swearing and boobies and you have to kind of look around like, are there kids watching this? But anyway, it's all unedited now. Back, not like the old days, but um, anyway, this girl in this in this United movie who watched it looked like Salma Hayek, and the other guy had a beard with gray hairs in it. And I'm like, eh, I already lost interest. All right, I'm re- <laughs> take a quick break. It's like when Harry met Sally. Everyone loved that movie, and I'm like, she's way too cute for Billy Crystal. This is not believable. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with JD Sharp. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law, and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 You think this is a humorous occasion? You are mistaken. Rick Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's time to check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. It is my man. J.D. Sharp. J.D., good to talk to you again tonight, Monday Night Football. The Seahawks are hosting the Eagles, and you know, a few weeks ago, these teams were feeling a little bit better than themselves. Uh, the Eagles were 10-1. and the, the Niners now have the inside track on uh, the home field advantage in the NFC, being that they beat the Eagles. The Eagles have a two-game losing streak, but the um, – the Seahawks, for the first time under Pete Carroll, have lost four games in a row, and they're a bit of a free fall. If they win tonight, they can get back to 500 and still have some hope. What do you see with two teams not doing well right now tonight in Seattle? Well, who is doing well right now is me. I've won 35 in my last 51 NFL games, Woo. Rick. I'm uh, yeah, about 70% roughly uh, the last the last 51 games. So I'm um, kind of getting back to my old ways. This is an interesting game for me. Is Hurts going to play, or is his illness an issue? Uh, Slay is out. That Eagles pasty is horrific. I mean, I think they've given up almost 30 touchdowns this year, and they, they, they haven't even played 15 games. One thing that the Seahawks have is, is wide receiver depth. Uh, I mean, you've got Metcalf, Lockett, Smith, Chigba, Fant, et cetera, et cetera. However, on the other side, the Seahawks, 
you know, Witherspoon's been a very good rookie, but Woodland's really taken a step back. They don't defend the pass very well. You've got Brown and Smith. You've got Goddard. You've obviously got the tush push. Uh, to me, it, it looks like a no-brainer that this game should go over 45 points. Uh, to, to me, this, show, this total should be 52.5. I'm really surprised it is not. Uh, that being said, it's possible that Hurts is really not feeling well. This offensive line isn't great. The Eagles have done a pretty good job, or the Seahawks have done a pretty good job of rushing the passer all year long. Um, I, I think it's certainly possible that the Seahawks cover the spread outright, but um, it's not win the game. I'm, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm kind of going back and forth. I mean, to me, it looks like the no, no, play number one to me is is the over. But I'm trying to think you know, in my head, how can this game go under? Well, kind of like last night's game went under. Dak Prescott has a terrible game on the road. Uh, a couple of weird holding calls get called, but really it's just a complete domination by the Bills. I mean, I could see something similar happening tonight with, with the Eagles and the Seahawks. I mean, I could see the Eagles just kind of giving up and just not scoring any points, and the Seahawks kind of running away with it. That's the only way I see this game going under. However, if it's compa- competitive in any capacity whatsoever, I mean, just both teams playing really, reasonably good offense and bad defense, which is what they've done all year, then this game should go over. So um, I'm not sure what's going to happen yet. I'm kind of waiting and see. I'm going to probably make my decision around 6 o'clock, so something like that, maybe like an hour, hour and a half before the game starts. Uh, but as of now, uh, I would I would be heavily leaning over, and but and I don't think I'm going to take the Eagles here under any circumstances. You know, I, for fans, when we watch the Raiders goose egg three to nothing baseball game against the Vikings, and then four days later score sixty three, and then I, I, I was wondering how Staley had a job this long. He, he doesn't have one anymore, but. For us fans, we're like, wow, that's crazy. For you people who do this for a living, doesn't that make you pull your hair out when a team scores zero and then they throw up a 63 spot? I mean, how do you reckon with no, that? I thought the game was going over. I took the over. That was, that was a game that I won. Um, O'Connell's a pretty good quarterback. I mean, he, he was good at Purdue. He's very accurate. He's getting more used to the offense, getting more comfortable. Seems like a leader. They've got a ton of weapons now. I mean, if you, you factor in a healthy mayor who's making plays, who understands the offense, you know, whether Jacobs plays or doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. Let's keep in mind Zamir White definitely won at least one national championship at Georgia. He was, uh, he's been a winner his entire life. You've got Devontae Adams, who's happy. Myers is playing well. Renfro's doing okay as well. And Trey Tucker, who runs a 4-2-8-4-3 flat, something like that, uh, going over the top. The, the Raiders have some weapons offensively. And, and defensively, uh, well, let's see if Jawan Taylor can handle Max Crosby this weekend. I'm not sure he can. This guy gets penalized a lot. I don't really see that changing. But, no, it, does, it doesn't make me pull my hair out. I, I thought there would be uh, some type of change. I thought the game would go over, and, and, and I got it right. But it was, it was just nice to see, first of all, as far as Daly goes, uh, can you really blame the guy? I mean, Herbert goes down, who has been their entire offense the last four years. He's had one of the best starts in, in you know, history for, for a starter for an NFL quarterback. Uh, they lose Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's been hurt multiple times. Josh Palmer's been hurt pretty much the entire year. Joey Bosa hasn't played. I mean, do I think Staley's a great coach? I mean, obviously drafting Quentin Johnson was a huge problem for them because he's done nothing, and he needed to step up this year. No, I don't think he's a great coach. I think he'll probably be a really good offensive coordinator somewhere, but he hasn't had a great a great hand that's been dealt his way. And I think that he's just dealt with some serious injuries this year that really nobody – can can come I and mean, look at Belichick. The, the Patriots are three and ten. One of the biggest reasons is because Kendrick Bourne has been injured. They haven't had 
they haven't had some players offensively. They haven't had some players defensively. I mean, I don't care how good of a coach you are in this era where the players are just, where there really isn't that big of an athletic difference. Except, you know, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is, is the one player who is just that much faster than everybody else. Besides that, there really isn't one in the NFL right now. There's a lot of parity. Uh, scheming matters, matchups matter, and then obviously having having the players that you that you that you built your team around matters. And so when when you deal with injuries, I don't think those should be held against you as a coach. But in the case of Brandon Staley, I think they they were more than I think it's more of he he hasn't had luck on the injury side more as he's a bad coach. Yeah, but it, calling timeout and keeping your team out of the playoffs that has nothing to do with injuries. Of course, from going back two years ago, we're speaking right, about JD right. Sharp. From pro wagering, you mentioned Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill was unavailable against the Jets for Miami, and they dropped a 30 on the Jets. Now think about it, because I know Tua has been up and down with you, and and I'm I'm with you on that. So sometimes I think he's really good, and sometimes I think he's average at best. But this Jets defense is a real defense. So to put 30 on Robert Sala's defense without Hill, what what did that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it's they're not they are a real defense, but Zach Wilson is one of the worst road quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. You look at you look at the, the difference between the splits as a home quarterback and a road quarterback. It's literally night and day. It's like Dak this year. We know when the Cowboys are on the road, they're not nearly as good as they are when they're at home. Um, two two or three of those drives, I think they had the ball at the five yard line. Mostert had two one yard touchdowns or two yard touchdowns in that game. Um, I think the Dolphins' D is pretty good too. So. Tua got quite a bit of help with just having short fields to work with. And then Mostert, Mostert's a, clearly a very underrated running back. This guy's got, what, 14, 15 touchdowns this year. He's got well over 1,000 yards or, or maybe 1,000 yards exactly on the season. Waddle's a pretty good weapon, and Gardner isn't really a good matchup for him. I thought D.J. Reed would be. But um, I think the Jets just kind of gave up after they had – after Wilson just couldn't do anything. They were, what, 4 for 11 for – I think he was like four of 11 for 30 yards. And then Simeon came in and he's not an NFL quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I think that Tua is, as Dave Portman would say, a bit of a Tyreek merchant. I don't love the strength of his arm, but he's a good fit for that offense, for that just constant motion offense because he's hyper accurate and he he's not making the mistakes. We never really made a lot of mistakes, but – He's, he's holding up. He's, he's not getting injured. And, I mean, it helped that Teron Armstead played. The line actually played. That that helped them a lot. But I, I'm not incredibly high on Tua, but he played he played very well on Sunday. I'm just not going to give him all the credit in the world because Wilson played that bad, and the, that, that defense is actually very good. The Dolphins have six guys that have over six sacks. That's pretty much unheard of for the NFL. I mean, that, that's, that's like the Eagles last year, but even a little better. So, the Dolphins' D is actually very underrated, and you know they've got Howard and Jalen Ramsey and a number of players defensively that are, that are very good. So, um, yep, two have played well, but I'm still not overly impressed with them. You know, it's funny, Mostert, who of course McDaniel knew in in San Francisco, but this is a guy undrafted out of no, Purdue no. in in 2015. Eagles practice squad cut Miami, believe it or not, practice squad cut. Uh, Baltimore Ravens practice squad cut. Cleveland Browns practice squad cut. Jets practice squad cut. Bears practice squad cut. <laughs> then he got to the Niners, and I remember he said, I'm the fastest guy in the Niners, and everyone laughed, and they had a race, and he was the fastest guy in the Niners. And then two years later, he signed a three-year extension. To me, Mostert 
we think about see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven teams on practice squads, and then he's finally a star. I, I do, I do like the uh, the commitment there. Yeah, ab- absolutely. He's he's take, he's also an avid surfer, which is very very interesting. But most he's definitely a low four three guy, four three two, four three one, something like that. Accelerates extremely quick. He's got a big build, so he's hard to tackle. I mean, when, with, with an offense like the the Dolphins. He makes perfect sense, and the combination of Mostert and, and Waddle and Hill in that defense—I mean, it's very possible that the Dolphins actually win the Super Bowl this year. They—they they do have the pieces in place if they can stay healthy. They honestly do. Um, but yeah, it's his story. His story is very interesting, and it just goes to show you speed, especially in in the correct scheme, just kills in the NFL, Rick. Yes, speed kills, Al Davis. Um, people talking about. Um... Purdy is the MVP. You can't be the MVP if you're not even the best guy in your own team. To me, McCaffrey is the best guy. Is right now McCaffrey the NFL MVP to you? Honestly, Purdy's stats are just so ridiculous. What did he have? Four touchdowns and I think 27 of 36 or something yesterday. So what's he at now? 29 and four? Is that what he is? 28 mm-hmm. and four? I mean, those are, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, when he won the MVP, what was he, 37 and four, something along those lines? If he keeps doing what he's doing and he throws two touchdowns a game to finish out the rest of the season and he throws maybe one more interception, he's going to win the MVP. Uh, just because you can't, you can't have a guy that's got 35-plus touchdowns and five interceptions on, the, on, on statistically the best team in the NFL. Uh, make, you, know, not win, you can't have him not be the MVP. That being said, I think Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. Uh, he's caught, what, 55 balls for seven touchdowns. He's ran for at least 1,250 yards for 14 touchdowns. I mean, he's having one of the best all-around years for a, for a player in NFL history, in my opinion. And he can certainly finish with 15, 1,600 yards on the ground, 1,000. Now, let, let me say this. If he finishes with 15-plus on the ground and 1,000-plus as a receiver and 10 touchdowns receiving in addition to what he's got, plus maybe two, he should. He, he, he probably will win the MVP. But in my opinion uh, – he is the MVP. That being said, you cannot discount Brock Purdy with what he's done, with where he's coming from. With I mean, the way that he dresses, he literally dresses in the right, like like he just walked into Old Navy, like like he's an Old Navy man, and it's and it's just crazy, like how he's so different than than the average superstar. And maybe it's because he doesn't have the money yet, but I don't think he's really going to change once he does have the money. And the money's coming. Don't get me wrong, um, but yeah, I would say McCaffrey is the MVP right now, but. Purdy will win if he only throws one more interception and has like five or six more touchdowns, regardless of what McCaffrey does, unless McCaffrey um, ends up with three more receiving touchdowns and gets that 1,500-yard rushing, 1,000 receiving, and uh, 10 touchdowns receiving as well. I remember Peyton Manning, one of his MVP seasons, I think the unanimous one, he threw 16 interceptions, was, of course, one per game. But I think a lot of people forget, too, and Peyton Manning was a rookie. He threw 28 interceptions his first year. And he still was second in, in Rookie of the Year voting. Always good talking ball with J.D. Sharp over at ProWagering, ProWagering.com. J.D., good stuff again, man. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Okay, just hold on. I'm just going to jump into one without thinking. No thinking. I'm just going to let it flow. Let it flow now. Fast car on the highway, on the byway, Mr. Robotron. Okay, that's not a good one. She was mad, she looks so good I wanna hold her, wanna hold her tight Get teenage kicks right through
If you're thinking about calling Rick Tittle, just put down that phone and shut your ugly face. All right. You know, why do we watch sports? One of the few things in our routine mundane existence is that we don't know what's going to happen, right? Right. I mentioned the Raiders get shut out, then they score 63 four days later. The Browns at 9-5, and five, the third best record in the NFL in the last 10 games. And Joe Flacco basically stunk through three interceptions, but in the fourth quarter, he threw for over 200 yards, beautiful bomb to Amari Cooper, touchdown, then a couple of really nice passes to the tight end, Joku, to set up the field goal. They go up by three. And then Justin Fields throws a Hail Mary. Two Browns players bat it down to the Bears receiver, Darnell Mooney, lying on his back, has it, has it, kicks it up in the air, intercepted, and the game's over. And I like what, Miles Garrett of the Browns said about the season, who could have wrote this story? Not even Dr. Seuss. It doesn't get more abstract than what we've gone through. Four different starting quarterbacks now for the Browns, but they win again. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Peck time, and we'll do it again right here on Sports Byline. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.